This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to Reporters Without Orders. Welcome to Reporters Without Orders. I'm Abhinandan Sekhri and we aren't here in full strength today. Amit is travelling to Gorakhpur to cover a ground report from there because we like to bring you as many reports as possible. Nidhi is in Kashmir though she is joining us on the phone. Hi Nidhi. Hi Abhinandan. Hello. Hello. How's Kashmir? Cold for okay. me. Chalo, at least you're missing uh, the best of Delhi, but on the upside, you probably won't be here for the worst of Delhi either. Also, we have with yes. us Rohin. Hello. And Sehla. Hello. And Cherry. Hello. So, let's start with you, Rohin. Or oh, let's start with you. Um, first of all, before you tell us what should have made it to headline news and didn't, and that, that shouldn't have and did, tell us what are you doing in Kashmir and how is your story getting along without... putting out too many spoilers nidhi yeah um well since the past two days the situation has not been very great because of the attacks that happened over the weekend um so i did travel to shopaya and the story is out today maybe we can link it below yes so there's been almost six deaths that's two militants and four civilians i'll i'll talk about that more when i talk about what should have made news so okay Uh, overall the situation hasn't been very good the internet's been low um schools have been shut they were supposed to reopen yesterday but all of them have been shut exams have been postponed but so yesterday uh, things look bit grey right now but but yesterday this did uh, there was major news about the attacks in kashmir right? the militant attacks so um yes on sunday there was one attack and yesterday night also there was one attack and yesterday night's attack was uh, the killing of a commander who is supposedly the mastermind of the jammu attack right i saw his photograph all all over the place so uh, most importantly stay safe no story is worth yes. your life please remember that is our credo at news laundry when you can run uh we yes. are not there to fight wars we have soldiers to do that uh so now tell us yes. uh, what what made news and what shouldn't have um i actually don't have a story for what made too much news okay but i will talk about what should have made news and more of the way it was reported yes um and that would be this incident that happened on sunday night so if i can just give you a short sequence of the um events then it will be better for the context hmm. um so on sunday night there were two cars which were which were uh, driving down the road it was stopped by the army they didn't stop and according to the army version there was firing from both sides that is the army also retaliated with fire but the firing was started by militants from both cars right. uh, they managed to pull one militant in one car which also had three other people now the army version says that this one militant was killed by their firing and the other three people were found dead so when i spoke to the army um, spokesperson he refused to completely say that it was killed by army firing he just kept saying they were found dead Um, they were found dead with bullets morning, in their body sorry they were found dead or poison in their system like they were found dead in what form like no so they were also in this car which yeah i got that but they got away it. but when they were found were they found with bullet riddled bodies or were they found by cyanide poisoning or how were they found dead in like how had they died they were found with bullet riddled bodies okay with bullets okay yeah and next morning so just as shopian woke up to all of this and you know the funerals were starting they also found two more bodies uh they actually found a car about 250 meters from this site bullet ridden car with one person's dead body in it now and another 10 kilometers away there was another militant found in an apple orchard uh these two militants 
weapons were recovered from their bodies so it's been established that they are militants and they found that they are from Lashkar-e-Toiba okay uh, the entire confusion is now with the four other people who've been killed initially the police and the army came out with statements saying that the four of them were OGWs now OGWs are overground workers these are unarmed men who provide logistical support to the militants and information okay um, hmm. Yeah, and but the locals insisted that all four of them were completely innocent, hmm. right? And even the fourth body, the police only later tried to say that he was an OGW. But now the police and army have started saying that we can't make a comment because everything is under investigation. Hmm. So now they're not confirming whether they're OGWs or civilians, and it's all completely I, confusing. And I'm guessing. And of course, this is a Sorry, and I'm What guessing your concern is that the way it's being reported here by Delhi media is with certainty that this is exactly who these people are and this is exactly who those were. There is no, there is yeah. no other there is no other side to the story that's being reported anywhere else. Absolutely, I also think this entire discrepancy between how it's being reported should and how, the kind of statements that the police and the media is making, I mean, and the police and the army story is making should be reported. I mean, if they're going to go back and forth, this is completely. Uh, Unprofessional. You can't keep saying they're OGWs and then say they're civilians and then say yeah. it's under investigation, right? Right. Well, but that clarity in yeah. reporting is missing when it comes to nationalist issues in any case in our country. But thanks. Yeah. Um, and this is of course a perfect political bait, right? Because in national conference, the opposition started saying that this is completely irresponsible of the PDP government. You have to. You cannot make unproven pronouncements of them being OGWs. But the Mufti government has gone on to call them civilians. Well, in all all of her Twitter posts, she says civilians. So she has not said OGWs. Okay. Um. Sorry, Cherry. I hmm. I have a question for you, Nadi. Since you are there on the ground, I wanted to ask if there was anything in particular that you had to leave out of your report. It's very sensitive, right? And you are right there. So I was very mm-hmm. interested when I was reading your report. Was there anything that you had to leave out when you were filing the copy? out as in i don't know if that's the word but i also had just a bit of an observation was uh, we reached almost first on the spot because i was able to go with another local journalist so we went really early um what and there were complete slogans right in these four funerals it was also my first time of attending uh, such uh, high emotion events high emotion events and uh, they kept shouting anti india slogans and pro pakistan and zafir mosa slogans and hizbul mujahideen slogans only at one point uh, someone little aggressively came to me and said you know it's your media which is making it like this and i was a bit taken aback because of course they're extremely high on emotion and i i didn't exactly know what to do so i just sort of backed off but at all four of the funerals i was very politely but very intentionally taken aside and told that uh, it's your responsibility to portray this properly and it's your media which has made the kashmir situation like this so that is something i got as uh, as an outsider so maybe maybe you should uh, write a piece on this after all this is done just reporting as a representative of indian media over there and how you are perceived i think that will make an interesting it will it will definitely make sure. an interesting anyway yeah. thanks nidhi yeah. rohan एक खबर जो होनी चाहिए थी वो थी अडानी ग्रुप वाटरफ्रंट डेवलपमेंट प्रोजेक्ट पे अभी इन्वायरमेंट मिनिस्ट्री ने 200 करोड़ रुपए इसके छोड़ दिए हैं और प्रोजेक्ट को फिर और एक्सटेंशन भी दे दिया कि आप कीजिए तो इस ये जो पूरा घटना है इसकी एक क्रोनोलॉजी है वो बहुत इंटरेस्टिंग है जनवरी दो में अडानी वाटर प्रोजेक्ट मुंड्रा गुजरात को 
क्लियरेंस मिलता है कि आप अपना कंस्ट्रक्शन चालू कीजिए सितंबर 2012 से अप्रैल 2013 के बीच इन्वामेंट मिनिस्ट्री की एक्सपर्ट पैनल कहती है कि इन्वामेंट का नुकसान हुआ है और आपने ग्रीन लॉज का वायलेशन किया है आपको 200 करोड़ फाइन देना पड़ेगा या एक परसेंट आपके कंस्ट्रक्शन का जो कॉस्ट होगा जो सबसे ज़्यादा होगा उसको आपको पे करना होगा दिस इज नॉट ये ये फाइन किस साल में इम्पोज हुआ था ये 2012-13 में हुआ था फिर सितंबर 13 और 14 में मिनिस्ट्री ने 200 करोड़ रुपए का फाइन लगाया अडानी प्रोजेक्ट पे मार्च 2014 में जो उन एक्सटेंशन वो चाह रहे थे सिप रिसाइकलिंग यूनिट के लिए उसको रोक दिया गया लेकिन जब 14 में सरकार बदलती है तो सितंबर 2015 में मिनिस्ट्री ने यू टर्न लिया और मिनिस्ट्री ने यह कहा कि दो करोड़ पेनाल्टी जो मिनिस्ट्री ने लगाया था वो इलीगल है वैसा कोई प्रोविज़न ही नहीं है कि आप लगा भी सकते हैं सोलह में जो एक्सपर्ट कमेटी बनी थी उसने सिप रिसाइकिलिंग यूनिट को फिर दे दिया ओके कर दिया कि ठीक है आप कंस्ट्रक्शन स्टार्ट कीजिए इस बीच जो इन्वामेंट असमेंट का जो पूरा कार्यक्रम चल रहा था उसको भी फंड अडानी ही कर रहे थे जो मिनिस्ट्री ने बनाया था असेसमेंट रिपोर्ट वॉज बिंग प्रिपेयर बाई मनी गिवन बाई अडानी अडानी हाउ स्ट्रेंज और उसके बाद जो अभी तक वो रिपोर्ट स्टडी जो होना था इन्वामेंट असेसमेंट का वो अभी तक रिपोर्ट सबमिट नहीं हुआ है लेकिन लेकिन मिनिस्ट्री ने उनको 200 करोड़ रुपए की छूट दे दी है और अब वो यूनिट फिर से चालू होने के लिए और एक्सटेंशन में मिल चुका है उनको इसका एक वैसे वायर नहीं किया था इस पर स्क्रोल नहीं किया स्क्रोल नहीं किया स्क्रोल कहीं 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 खबर नहीं आई इसकी एंड वॉट मेड इट दैट शुडेंट है ऐसी इस बार तो अभी कोई खबर नहीं है क्योंकि सब में किस तरीके से रिपोर्ट की गई उस पर ही सब कुछ है ठीक है सहला या सो फर्स्ट आई टॉक अबाउट वॉट शुड हैव मेड न्यूज इट्स ए स्टूडेंट प्रोटेस्ट विच हैज़ एंडर्ड इट सेवेंथ डे टूडे विच इज हैपनिंग इन नेशनल कैपिटल आउटसाइड द स्टाफ कमीशन स्टाफ सेलेक्शन कमीशन ऑफिस सो द थिंग इज इनिशियली दो बेसिकली द स्टूडेंट्स आर प्रोटेस्टिंग डन टू रिपोर्ट्स बेसिकली आई वेन एंड आई डिड ए लाइफ फ्रॉम देर एंड आई डिड ए स्टोरी ऑल्सो सो बेसिकली इनिशियली देर वॉज ए मीडिया blackout completely and it was interesting also because the protest started uh, the day when uh, karthi chidambaram was arrested uh, arrested by cbi in connection with the uh, inx media uh, probe so it was interesting because the protest was happening uh, outside the staff selection commission which is near to cbi headquarters and all the national media were right there but still they didn't bother to cover uh, basically there were thousands of students it, and it this was, is a big deal because uh, mass leak i mean paper leakage and uh, cheating mass cheating and, and also this is not the first time so when i went yesterday i was speaking to students so i what i could understand uh, understand that it, it, this is the culmination of years anger yes So it happens. Yeah. So the, there's a paper leak every year. People's year gets wasted, mm. and this comes into the Department of Personal and Training (DOPT). Can that be? Yeah. And the DOPT is under the Prime Minister of India. Yeah, this is under central government. Yeah. So, so yeah. Be, so and no, also no, the there was no outrage other than a couple of yeah, reports. Yeah, some like couple of reports, and also it's yet to get like a national coverage. And uh, now the politicians have come in support, so there is the pressure is mounting on. And this SSC. exam is for what? this exam basically uh, ssc is the board which conducts exam uh, to recruit students to various post is uh, post in uh, ministries government and uh, yeah government so this is not Central ias government. level But not, but it's uh, not IAS level, level, but, but yeah, in ministry and jobs. yeah, the government central ministry job. So this is basically job. upper divisional clerk wala job, hota. Hmm. So which is hmm, still a large. Okay. Yeah, hmm. and uh, now it has spread to other parts of national. Like uh, the students have come out in Patna, Bhopal, Allahabad, Lucknow, Jaipur. So still, I mean, uh, and also the students. So basically, the home ministry has. Uh, 
uh, ordered a CBA inquiry, but still the protest is going on because students are saying that it's not enough that uh, they're sure. only going to uh, inquire the uh, last held examination from February 12 to 21. But, no, but students are saying that we need an inquiry into all the examination okay. that held after 2013. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's one hell of a morass. Hmm. Cherry. Uh, so... Sorry, and do you have anything that should that did make the news and shouldn't have? Ha, it's not like shouldn't have, but uh, uh, the cover picture of breastfeeding. Uh, yeah, that's from, from Malayala magazine. Yeah, right? it's we from discussed Malayala. it in the other podcast, awful and awesome. Sorry, before you say that, I'd just like to plug, um, well, nudged forward by our subscriber Swati's email, pointing out to us that only twenty of hundred forty odd mails that the Hafta received that we published were by women. Uh, we saw that almost 80 to 90% of our subscribers are men. So while a newsroom is adequately represented, in fact, there are more women than men, uh, we thought there should be more women subscribers because the news consumer will, to a large extent, determine the direction of news. So we have on Women's Day, that is when the day you're listening to this, 8th and 9th of uh, this month, a 40% off if you're a woman. And listen to the podcast, Awful and Awesome, to know the exact scheme. If you recommend three women and they become subscribers, you get a gift hamper too. So if you click on the button that explains the scheme, it's on the website. Click on the Women's Day special button. Um, yeah, go ahead, Shahila. Hmm, yeah. So uh, I wanted to talk about this cover picture of a breastfeeding mother in a Malayalam magazine, but I still have mixed emotions about uh, the cover picture and I still don't have a stand on the issue. But I think a lot of... A lot of things. I mean, so the first moment I saw the picture, uh, something that struck me was Grihalakshmi, the magazine, because mm. I know what is Grihalakshmi. It caters to the Savarna uh, women in Kerala. And Grihalakshmi, the word Grihalakshmi means uh, the Lakshmi of Griha. Basically, huh. it again reinforces the yeah, concept. The bank at home. A lot of money. Yeah, that's it. Lakshmi, yeah. So basically, it reinforces the stereotypical. Mm. Uh, image of a woman should be home or whatever and also the Sindur mm. so basically it talks about she's married legitimately uh, a legitimate mother basically Okay. so all these things I don't know I mean uh, mm. I feel so uh, it was pandering uh, to yeah, a there's too much and we just uh, and fell into the trap of giving it more publicity yeah. than it deserved <laughs> hmm, good one okay yeah. Cherry uh, so I have two news pieces which I thought required more coverage. One was, so what hasn't been reported or what isn't being reported or talked about is the runtime that the parliament has had. Uh, so from the Twitter watch, hashtag Sansad watch that's going on Twitter, I've been, which I've been following. So people have been stating that on March 5th, Lok Sabha just had 13 minutes of runtime. And I'm like, how is media not picking up on this? Mm. Like, they are there, the, your parliamentarians are going in there to talk about a lot of bills that have to be passed this session. So why is the media not calling them out? But that Actually, was parliament coverage right has become terrible. There was a time when parliament coverage used to be the biggest beat. Yeah, it's one, of, it's one of it's the very anymore. important beats. It's not anymore. Hmm. Then... And the second bit is the spar going on between the INB ministry and the public broadcaster Prasar Bharti. So... The spar that is going on is basically what is being alleged as is being seen or being perceived as an attack on the autonom autonomous nature of the public broadcaster. It's not just limited to controlling the salaries and appraisals, but is also uh, the, the kind of programming. Yeah. But so what I'm trying to say here is 
even though indian express one of the national dailies has been following it very closely and it's been reporting on a day to day basis i haven't seen any mention or there's hardly any mention in any other national dailies so what's stopping them from reporting on the inb ministry because the inb ministry everyone in news comes under the inb ministry or sabki phati hui hai so that's a fact basically also is it because the public broadcaster is losing its appeal to the people that's a question that i was thinking about and maybe the panel can weigh on weigh in yeah, on i mean this. i think this is you know definitely a case of fear um everyone who is doing news comes under the nb ministry uh, not everybody but i mean it's all a gray area for many but yeah everyone's scared of how the nb ministry may react so yeah that is why it's pure fear there's nothing <laughs> not too complicated so not just the national dailies the tv news i have hardly seen anyone even touch it they I have the most to lose the newspaper the print can still you know get away with a lot more criticism you know the kind of powers that the ministry has mm-hmm. to take them off air they've exercised that power twice with ndtv they exercise that power with comedy central Mm-hmm. so channels and the investment that goes in there is a lot more so that is also something at least independent houses can call out right just like the interventions that the ministry has been making mm. in curbing for the lack of better word the freedom sure. of press yeah, they like should. why is that not being called out even i think the collation- wire is doing it i don't know if mm. scroll and uh, quint is doing it i'm not sure about quint but quint also has interest in a television channel so they'll also be a little wary it's just the even the curation of these attempts that the ministry has been making I haven't really found anything very comprehensive related to that. Okay, and what is finding too much space and shouldn't? I think I would agree with Rohan on that. I don't have anything that would add a lot of value to that. But I think in this There's sh- been an obsession with any one subject this mm. week. Maybe because none of the subjects were very TRP appealing. Right. <laughs> I see. Okay, I had just one question to ask all of you and maybe we can have our two interns there weigh in on this as well. Or do I see three interns? Three interns. Three interns. There's three. Okay, I see one more new boy. You know, I saw this. Um, actually, I didn't see it. To be honest, I was on a flight, and someone sitting next to me said that on Twitter there is this major debate happening because there is, I think, um, feminist. Some feminist magazine put out a call for interns, free internships. Um, I forget feminist. Um, what is it? Feminism you, in India. Feminism in India. So the name of the magazine is Feminism in India. So of course they were accused of being savarna privileged jevo. We, so we have three interns here. Please come here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, your names first, please, one by one. Priyali, uh, Matri, Rahul. Okay, you guys have been interning here for last one week or so. How long have you been here? Almost week. So, what is your view on this? Don't worry, we will not uh, take any <laughs> action with, against you. Do you think free internships is um, is it? What do you call it? Exploitation or? is there any value and you don't want to say sir we are so privileged to be here you are letting us <laughs> breathe the air without killing us you know all that shit i just want to know really what you think because you're not going to job here anyway so, <laughs> so it doesn't rock anyone's world yeah i don't think we can consider this in a yes or no uh, or black and white situation mm-hmm. it has a context to it okay uh, however the problem with unpaid internships the number one problem is the problem of class Mm. only a particular particular class can afford to do an unpaid internship for a month so that is the number one problem that everybody on the internet also weighs in the, okay. that if you offer an, an unpaid internship you are already setting a criteria of the class of people that you want should right. come and work for you however in the context of mm. let's say the passion you have for a job that you want to do mm. maybe it's okay to do it Okay you're in your final year yeah undergrad yeah history yes okay thank you how about you 
not only will you not pay you will also expect you to get biryani <laughs> ah, sorry go ahead yeah uh. right so immediately after my masters i i thought that uh, you know i couldn't afford an internship which is not paying me so for that i i i needed a job that can immediately pay me some money and then i can like you know i uh, i could have thought of doing an unpaid internship so this is my stand uh, so i see but you think it does i mean automatically it weeds out a lot of people who can't afford that. exactly i think so and that's not fair mm yeah like initially like for the starters okay because then uh, you have to depend on your family like so that they can you know send you out pay your bills and expenses uh yeah so and you young man sorry what's your name this first day right no it's my fourth day okay i've been traveling so i'm sorry <laughs> i i don't know don't laugh guys sorry have you met me here before i have seen you oh, sorry shit <laughs> okay my bad your name rahul rahul so what is your view on this I'll give you an example oh, of my. Sorry, are you studying or have you finished studies? I'm studying. I'm, I'm in first year. You're in first year. Okay, then you better be thrilled that you're here. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Go I'll ahead. give you an example of my friend. He's from Gujarat and he's currently living in Rohini, Delhi. So he did an internship with the media house, whose office is located in ITO. So every day he used to spend around two hundred rupees on travelling and food, and monthly it was around six thousand. Apart from paying his rent and college fees, it was huge for him, I guess. So. I believe internships should be paid but we feed you don't we you we feed you we give you guys lunch <laughs> and snacks in the evening that's a plus point in this so you've come here for the food basically <laughs> <laughs> no, i'm joking thanks thanks uh, for your add something yeah. to please add uh, go ahead yeah mm. so like and uh, uh, talking about paid and unpaid so uh, what when we say like we expect you to pay us a little bit so that that's not actually the salary sort of payment but a stipend sort of payment so that we can actually uh, reimburse the yeah, cost that's or like traveling charges or something uh, just basically coming from yeah, home to here and going yeah, back yeah, just to cover your basics exactly so it's not like the proper job sort of salary that sure. we expect we reimburse whatever this pan to cover stories and yeah, that I know we, yeah. that that would be too much if he's going to go cover stories no, spend no, your I money mean, no, that that he remembers but i think she's saying just yeah, coming yeah, home basically yeah. coming to office and going back home okay thank you all three um thrilled to have you here so rohin you heard what our interns had yes. to say um your vein on this what do you think i think they should be paid इंटर्नशिप पेड ही होना चाहिए क्योंकि आखिर आठ घंटा वो भी कहीं दे रहे होते हैं भले वो काम करे ना करे अलग बात है कि हम उनसे कितना काम लेते हैं लेकिन एक दिक्कत ये भी होती है कि इंटर्नशिप का जो सर्टिफिकेट देते हैं और जो उनसे डील होती है हम उनसे अलग काम लेते हैं हम न्यूज़ लॉन्ड्री की बात नहीं करें लेकिन अलग जगह पर जो बच्चे करते हैं एक तो कई बार ये भी होता है कि इंटर्नशिप में वो कुछ सीख के भी बाहर नहीं आते वो लोगों के पीछे घूमते रहते हैं उनको इनको बताने वाला नहीं होता उनका पूरा एक महीना बर्बाद होता है और वो सिर्फ सर्टिफिकेट लेके आते ताकि उनके कॉलेज में कुछ काम बन जाए तो आई थिंक दे शुड बी पेड ठीक है आप बोल रहे हैं कि इंटर्न्स कुछ नहीं सीखते साले एम्प्लॉयज कुछ नहीं सीखते <laughs> हम जब हायर हुए थे हम बहुत कुछ सीखे थे अपने सीनियर्स से अब आप, मतलब आपके तो मैंटरिंग का सिस्टम ही नहीं है खैर हाँ निधि योर व्यू Yeah, I definitely think internships should be paid because uh, most companies say that it's a learning experience, so that doesn't mean you don't add value to the company. And also, very often, uh, I've done internships where I've just been asked to do work that others don't want to do, right? 
So if I'm doing that job, then I might as well get paid for it. So I definitely am for internships. Sheila? Uh, I agree with uh, the intern Maitri if I pronounce her name uh, mm. correctly. I mean, uh, intern should be pay, given the money. It's a stipend kind of money. Just not basic. Like so that yeah, so the basics. travel costs can And be. And I remember me like after completing my master's from Hyderabad, I went back to do an internship so that I can save money because I had my home in Kerala. All that. So mm. that's a problem I think for everybody. Sherry? I agree. Internships should be paid. and i think the stipend should be more than just a reimbursement because uh that is also an appraisal mechanism an appreciation for the work that the intern is doing and that will in turn build an appreciation among the interns to do a work for which they are being paid okay so thank you all for your views uh now i'll tell you why i think maybe or either internships should be paid but i'll make the case for why they can't at least not in our industry um and i'll also give you an example of my own experience in life um and contrary to popular belief i, I don't come from a very privileged background i'm just about okay um one thing is an industry that is in any case not making money like news the likelihood of anyone paying interns is pretty much zero for our listeners i'll just tell you what our internship policy is when you take an intern when they come for the first week we decide whether we want them to come for the second week or not because we give them food and we spend money the cost of an intern here is anything between 1000 and half to 3000 a month uh, because they get lunch and a snack in the evening right um so uh, that is one and they get you know whatever else that they reimbursed if they are you know sent anywhere uh, that is one cost um the second is so for a week if they are any good then we say okay you stay a month first month is unpaid and then second and third is paid right that's that's 3000 bucks for the second month 3000 bucks for the second month a and third and if after that we still think you're great then we'll give you a job offer which will cover more than 3000 now um i agree you shouldn't get people to work for 6 8 months unpaid a when an intern comes cuz i have you know many interns not many probably over 100 interns have come and gone through small screen news on the last many years many come and they have zero value to add and they are truly learning and they do learn and go so the expectation to pay someone who's adding zero value even if the economics was not the i mean the profitability wasn't the only you know element you're looking at is not viable for anyone b what i agree uh, and there's i i don't have a defense for that that people who really need the money and they can't afford to do nothing for that long are immediately removed from the process and that is unfortunate but in my personal experience i when i was camera assistant at meera nair's monsoon wedding my job was to wrangle cable and i mean i don't say this um you know with any sort of Disrespect. vanity or uh, arrogance but you know a lot of people said that you went to doon school so that you could wrap cable and clean cameras but that experience and i was paid 1000 a week actually less i think it was 3000 for the whole month which was actually nothing at that time even the drivers of that unit were paid 7.5 to 10000 rupees a month but that experience made me got me to a point where i can if i am to direct a tv show i can charge a lakh a day that's my market rate today that's what it gave me so even if meera had said you know what if you want to intern with me you pay me out a paid her because if you have been a camera assistant on a meera nair film that went on to win the best film what it has added to my life is way beyond what she could have ever paid me so that is one thing and the second thing that I, i i believe is that if you are in an industry that is finding it hard to pay your reporters let alone interns then we won't keep any interns let's say there was a policy that you have to pay them 
then i'll tell you personally i would say forget it we won't keep interns how many people does that then remove who will never learn anything you get what i'm saying so i'm not saying it's perfect that's my reason i'm not saying my reason is better than yours but i'm just giving you the other perspective that but yes i agree law interns law firms make shit loads of money they must pay their interns i think consulting companies like you know the big ones accounting companies they make a lot of money they can afford to pay their interns but if the expectation from an already um, under pressure industry is to pay their interns no one is going to learn anything in journalism unless they come in for a job that's any responses to uh, that feel free i have uh, sorry and interns if you say. have anything to respond to that you can come here and tell us hmm. i have two things to say one i absolutely agree with you the kind of learning that internship brings about it depends on where but mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah it depends on where but as an intern you'll apply to places where you want to go and learn mm. i will speak from my personal experience i interned right here at news laundry and i still say this what i learned in college was shit and that one month at news laundry added a lot of value because i was working you with you were paid then you no. it was free. okay but it led to a job actually a lot of internships lead to jobs hmm. because i was working with manish and the panjana which was a great learning experience hmm. but why i still argue for a paid internship is not that it proves there was learning or there was no learning what i am saying is a parity of work like when we say journalists should be paid better this is where it starts from like are we valuing of are we giving any value to the work that the interns are doing if we are hiring them because we know that they are learning we will pay them accordingly it's mm. the argument isn't to pay them to the amount that a journalist or a sub editor would sure, be paid but to the amount that they would contribute mm. and if they have been through let's say even to through school and they have graduated class 12th they would be able to add some value if not write reports which will win awards and if not then they'll go home which is exactly. what we tell several interns so there could be a review process like we have at the end of the week and that is where we can decide whether we want to pay them or not and that is an agreement between the intern and the organization not just news laundry this is also something i learned at another internship that i did mm. and i absolutely felt the amount of work that i was doing there the contribution i was making i should have been paid mm. but that is something that the organizations need to look at to sort of value the work a person is doing i see any of you want to weigh in uh, interns any of you want to weigh in no okay <laughs> fine um sehla sehla rohan anidhi no what was that no <laughs> no okay so now let's come with the recommendations let's start yeah. with nidhi because her let the her brain will be getting cooked by the waves of the phone okay i'm joking that's just a rumor nothing happens to your brain a cherry was just adding one thing okay. before we go into the recommendations so there was just one interesting bit of news that i came across it was a pti copy in business standard where it stated that india's media and entertainment sector has touched rupees 1.5 trillion which is 22.7 billion in the last year which is a 13% growth from 2016 i was just surprised looking at the number because the growth that it state that the numbers present is not something that we are seeing in the industry there have been massive layoffs not just in the telegraph the hindustan times ndtv mm. uh, bccl owned magazines so and prasar bharti people aren't getting paid either <laughs> so it's just that numbers stood out to me well I'll just to let you know that there are many international organizations which i learned when i had gone to the states recently that consider india's numbers now as credible as china's and that's not a good thing um yeah nidhi go ahead yeah 
I'd like to recommend this piece by the Intercept called NSA used font to break down detainees in Iraq and other revelations from Snowden documents. It's part of Intercept's ongoing project to release material provided by uh, whistleblower Edward Snowden. Uh, the piece is really interesting and talks about the usage of the three Ps, that is, pawn, propaganda, and prayer, to break down detainees and humiliate them and use it also as a reward in some cases. So I think it's a really interesting piece that everyone should take a look at. All right. Thank you. I'll let you go. Stay safe. Like I said, yes. no story is worth your safety. Okay? Yeah. Thank you. Bye, All guys. Right. Bye. Hanji, Rohin. Hmm. Tripura uh, how a high-profile school killer became a leading don in Haryana's underworld. Yeah. So it's a very nice, it's a very, very nice, nice piece. Yeah, Definitely recommended. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, that's it. Okay. Hmm. My recommendation is a piece which is four years old. It was published by the Atlantic. It's titled "The War Photo That No One Would Publish" by Tori Rose Deggett. In 1991, this photo was clicked when right before Operation Desert Storm was officially ended. So this photo has a completely burnt man trying to get out of a car. And when I saw this picture, I was just taken aback. Like the picture tells a story of what war reporting is and what it can be. And while I understand that unsanitized pictures can bring about normalization of war and war reportage, but news, uh, but it also brings about sort of a thought as to what photojournalism stands for. And so this story is basically about the ethics of photojournalism and why that photo wasn't carried by so many news organizations. So I would definitely recommend that piece. Sounds, sounds fascinating. Okay, my recommendation for the week is a piece by the most famous intern in the world, Monica Lewinsky, in Vanity Fair. Um, it's a really well-written piece. Clearly, she was very bright. Of course, I mean, to be an intern in the White House, I'm sure you have to be brilliant. Uh, she writes beautifully. Of course, it's, she's now 44. She's probably my age. Uh, it also um, is the story of what happened to her in the pursuit of getting the president down, how the you know prosecutor-in-chief really bullied her and, and for a 22-year-old to take that kind of pressure and how it impacted her. I think it's beautifully written. And I, after reading that, you realize why she's such a remarkable woman. Um, so yeah, that's what I would recommend. On that note, please subscribe to News Laundry so we can send more of these young girls and boys out so I don't have to sit with them every Tuesday. <laughs> no, no, I'm joking. I love sitting with you guys on Tuesday. But yeah, we'd like to, for them to report from the ground. Please pitch in on their NL Sena projects. Support independent media. Pay to keep news free. And do recommend News Laundry to your lady friends so we have as many lady subscribers as gents. The special scheme of this is on the website. Check it out. Until next time. Thank you all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel.